Welcome to Sell Me Something Good, the podcast where we teach you how to make good money and feel good doing it. We'll talk about squirm-free sales tactics, launching and scaling. We're also going to talk with good people with businesses doing very good things in this world. Every week, you'll walk away with real sales strategies you can use in your business right away. This is Angela Greaser. And this is Melissa Camilleri. Grab your favorite notebook and pen. It's time to sell me something good. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel I can do no wrong And I gotta say yeah It makes me feel good Welcome to another episode of Sell Me Something Good. Melissa, what's going on? What's good with you? Um, What's good with me is orange chai tea. It's fall officially here. Well, actually not officially. No, yes, officially. It's officially fall. And it feels like it, it's getting cooler here in California. Like we, you know, we don't get that cold of weather, but it's feeling like it. So I have a sweater on, I'm drinking a hot cup of tea and it feels very good. What's Yay. good? What's good with you? Oh, um, well, super glue is real good with me. <laughs> <laughs> I am so not cool. Um, and cut my hand real bad on hmm. a a can of soup literally while I was cooking. Um, and thank goodness for Marco Polo and friends who are nurses who can talk me through what to do. So I'm thankful for Marco Polo. I'm thank you for my, my bestie on this coast, Ashley, (laughs) who I'm sure you're not listening, but if you ever do, (laughs) I love you. Um, and literally got on Marco Polo and I was like, this is my virtual appointment. It's going to be virtual, but anyway, so, um, yeah, so super glue was real good to, to close it up because my, mm-hmm. li- I had liquid bandage and it was dried out, but my super glue was oh, not dried no. out. So she's like, use the super glue. It's going to be the same thing. So that was real good. Um, typing with one and a half hands has been fun so far this week, but yeah. Modern real- medicine, modern medicine you know? is real good. And I didn't <laughs> even have to go to the ER or do anything. So I feel grateful about that. I so, love it. So that's a, a silly, a silly, something good. But one thing that we're going to be diving into, we're actually going to do a two part, uh, two part little topic in our series on sales psychology, because we want to look at the sales psychology of the one to many sale. So when you are not just do it like you think of one-to-one sales where you're doing sales calls, you're doing DMs, you're doing things like that, where it's that one-to-one platform. We'll talk about that too. But before we talk about that, we want to talk about one-to-many sales. So marketing events, um, webinars, you know, discount sales, uh, trunk shows, things like that. Um, we're going to actually break this up. Uh, we're going to do our learning products, our digital products, um, kind of the service-based or info product type businesses. And then we're going to talk about in the next episode, we're going to talk about products and get into that one-to-many sales psychology and the strategy that goes into it. So I'm really excited to to talk about this today, Melissa. Yeah, me too. Because I am all about efficiency. So if like you're going to rev up and have the momentum of making some sales, let's talk to multiple people at once, right? So you probably have been a participant or a leader in a webinar or a workshop or something where you are presenting to multiple people at once. And that is a really, really 
like smart way of going about your marketing and, and to hopefully get multiple sales with the effort of doing the thing one time. So that's smart for you as a business owner. Um, but what we see is that oftentimes, and this goes e like even very experienced business owners, they get on a webinar, they get on a workshop, they're teaching like amazing content, things that are like, they, they're packing value into these webinars. And then at the end, the sales pitch falls flat. And why is that happening and how can we avoid it? We don't want this sales pitch to be an afterthought or, or at worst, a pot, like us apologizing for, for asking for this sale. That does not feel good. And the results are not great. <laughs> like, let's be honest. So you can have like the most amazing content in your webinar and not sell a darn thing if we don't treat that, that piece at the, at the end or, or the piece about the actual pitch as a crucial component, like probably the most important component of the entire thing. Cause that's the whole purpose why we're doing the marketing event in the first place is to make sales. Right. So we want to go through a few suggestions on how you can make sure that your marketing events for your learning products are successful and what you can do to maximize your sales. So, and why don't you kick us off? Yeah. So exactly what Melissa is saying is exactly what we need to do because we need to almost reverse engineer where we want people to go. So when you're thinking about, I'm doing a webinar, workshop, whatever the thing is, um, challenge, whatever that thing is that you're going to be creating, how can we move people from point A to point B where they are right now to our product? Okay. The we have to keep in mind that the workshop, the webinar, whatever the thing is, is just the path to get them to buy our product, to get them to engage in this transformative experience, coaching program, whatever that is. And these principles really apply whether you're going to evergreen this, meaning it's going to stand on its own. It's going to be on rails. People can opt in and, and consume the content anytime or a live launch, right? So keep that in mind as you're, as we're talking through these different points. So from the very, very beginning, you want to be designing your content to lead people to your offer. Now that doesn't mean that you are designing a workshop that is a three hour sales pitch. Absolutely not. That is not the point. Please what no. You, no, no, please no. Please no. <laughs> that won't work either. No. Um, but what you want to do is identify where your client is right now, where's your ideal customer right now, which goes back to a lot of the foundational stuff that Melissa and I have talked about with getting to know your ideal client and getting to know your pain points, right? Getting to know what they are feeling. This is something that is so foundational. Melissa and I work with this with our clients almost every day because mm -hmm. until you can not just understand what empathy is and you can feel for the people who are in your, in your audience, the people who you are engaging with, you can feel for them all you want. You can, you can try to understand them all you want, but until you put that into action, all you're doing is mirroring their problems or mirroring their emotional experience instead of providing a way forward. So keep that in mind as you're thinking of 
what can I do to move people through an experience to ultimately lead them to this product service, not, not so, digital product, digital product, yeah. um, service coaching, whatever that is. So, so that's really the foundation of everything for any type of one-to-many sales strategy. I want to highlight something that you just said, because I think that like you just kind of glossed over it, but I think it's like actually the key nugget of wisdom from everything we're going to talk about. You said, we don't want to just be mirroring somebody's emotions. That's, that's a really um, good skill to have as a human being is, is the mirroring, but you want to make sure that in doing so you are also providing a solution to the problem that they are presenting because that is why they showed up. They are looking for a solution. And when you can say, stay solutions oriented, you are going to turn your sales into a great act of empathetic service because you know, you have something that can help and we all want to help, right? We all want to make an impact. The people who are listening at least, um, to this, (laughs) to our show, Hey, all you people out there. Hey. Um, we want to make an impact, right? We, we want to do good with our sales. So it doesn't have to be something that we apologize for. We need to really understand what's in it for somebody who buys and get so excited about the transformation that you know you can provide for somebody that it is a no-brainer, that you want to talk about it, that this is how they are going to solve the thing that is getting in their way. I'm going to give an example really quick. Is that cool? Of course. So um, you guys know probably that back in the day in 2014, I created an Instagram course. And this is like pre-algorithm, pre-like everybody having an Instagram course. It wasn't like hacking anything. It was really about making connections on Instagram to sell primarily product-based, like for product-based businesses, for like physical products. And, um, I had a webinar that I partnered with people to share with their audience. If they didn't have like an Instagram strategy and I thought they might need one, I said, Hey, could I share this webinar? And, and like, you can be an affiliate for my sales. So that was like a huge growth strategy, a one to many way of doing things. And I titled that, um, webinar, um, five mistakes you're making on Instagram and how to fix them today. So that was a really clear title. I right? want to take that. <laughs> Can I, I don't know now? if they still apply. That's a good point. Good point. <laughs> Cause things got, to, I mean, actually that's not true. I think all of them probably still apply um, because it was really about connection, like human connection. And that doesn't really change the algorithms change, but human connection doesn't. So anyways, um, it was five mistakes you're making on Instagram and how to fix them today. And so I was able to present five solutions very clearly. So people knew that they were going to walk away with something today and people got a taste of how I presented a taste of like what my teaching style was. And all throughout this webinar, I was sharing, um, here's an example of this in action from somebody who's taken my course called the 21 day Insta course. So right in the first solution, I started dropping seeds of Hey, there's a product at the end of this. Hey, there's going to be a way to work together at the end of this. Hey, like keep your ears open because we're going to have a special at the end, but like a quick action, whatever. 
And so people weren't surprised and I was not apologetic about a sale. And that one tiny course, it never sold for more than $2.97. That was like the highest price I ever had it. And it made a ton of money. And Angela knows because she was babysitting my business when I was on maternity leave as I was generating the funds. So it's like, you can provide value, like incredible value and solutions to people's problems, what they're coming to you for all throughout this webinar event or this learning event or this workshop or whatever the marketing event is Too many people, because then it's like, it's like, you're just, you have like a little carrot that people are engaged and they want to hear more at the end. And that's something to keep in mind that is absolutely crucial for any one-to-many sales is that if you are doing a workshop, webinar, challenge, and you personally, meaning you're the person who's presenting this, if you cannot connect your content that you are putting in that marketing event to the product that you are selling at the end and do so naturally, your buyers are not going to be able to do that either. Because if you can't, who created all the things, how can you expect people who haven't created it to make those connections? It's not going to work. Don't you feel like so much of business is connecting the dots for people? Yes. Like you have to be the, the, the dot connector. So like that was something I learned right away early on where it was like, I get, I understand this. Like how, how do people not understand that they need this? And I realized that if you are not crystal clear at at, at, at letting people know what is in it for them. And you have to be the one to connect the dots. Your sales are going to fall flat. If you can connect the dots, well, you're unstoppable. Unstoppable. I love it. I love it. And it also, it really is another one of those quick tips that we have that will help not only lead them into this content arc that you're going to take them on, that's going to lead them to your offer, but it's going to create the safety and security that people need in order for their guards to be down in order for them to feel safe and secure, to consume your content, to experience the transformation that you're walking them through, but then ultimately to invest in whatever that further transformation is, is to right from the beginning, as soon as you go live, set those really clear expectations for what they can expect during this time. And and not even just when you go live, but in your marketing in your lead up and your emails leading up to whatever this event is, clarity is kindness and clarity is a super effective sales strategy as well. So setting those expectations of what it, what is the content that we're going to be walking you through? And again, you don't need to be sending people a detailed outline. And like, I'm not saying that at all, but set the stage for what they can expect from a content perspective, but also from a community perspective and from a social emotional perspective, right? Being proactive with your language where you can express, Hey, this, I'm so glad you're here. This is a safe space. I want you to feel comfortable to share. This is a private space. We are committing to that. We're committing to creating a space where transformation can happen in a very secure place. If you feel like you need help outside of this, please reach out to my team. We'll send you resources and just setting the stage for safety and security. And so many times we're rushing to get to the content or to the sale that we don't set that firm foundation, that secure foundation for people just walking in to the door. Yeah. I think a really good, um, 
like, I don't want to call it a rule, but like just some, something, a tactic, a tactic that you might consider using is pre-thinking what the frequently asked questions might be for enrollment in your programs. So when you're on that webinar, addressing those immediately, like what are the hesitations that people have? Is it money? Is it time? Usually those two are like the top, right? Do I have enough time to do this? And do I have the funds to do this? Um, What will I actually get? And if you can preemptively lay that out, um, I think you're going to see a big spike in your sales too, because then it's like, oh, she really gets me. She understands where my hesitations are. And she is already um, uh, addressing those before I've even had to ask the question. And then if you need a follow-up, you know, if your uh, customers need a follow-up question, then that's fine. But they, they understand that you get where they're at. And I think that that's a really, to do right on the webinar. I think that that's a really um, strong tactic. Um, Another one that I want to bring up is that if we are looking to increase our sales from these marketing events is to create some sort of false urgency. And I don't, what I mean by false urgency is not that you're tricking people, but that there is a special or a bonus or um, a discount or something that people can get before a deadline, because that actually encourages people to take action to take quicker action. And your deadline doesn't have to be as soon as we hang up from the webinar. It could be like within the next 24 hours, or if people sign up for your program while the webinar is going on, you can offer like an additional bonus or something like that. That gets people to not sit on the fence forever where you are having to do a ton of follow-up. It gets people to say, all right, cool. I'm in. Like, I, I want that bonus. I'm in like, let's just do this. And I wouldn't even call that false. I would just call that urgency. Like, I really think it's just urgency because you are not fabricating an environment where people feel manipulated. We've, I've been in them. I'm sure we've all experienced those really gross, false scarcity, like all these things that don't feel great, but we can create urgency in a way that has integrity, but ultimately helps people make this decision a priority. Because that's a perspective not enough people take is that it isn't about tricking people or emotionally manipulating people or getting them to do what you want because you want to have the cart close and you want to make this much money and you want this goal and blah, 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 blah. It's not about that. It's about every person who is a number on the screen that is attending, that is watching, that is there is a life and a person mm-hmm. with complex things happening. We have no idea what's going on on the other side of their screen. They might be tuning in from the hospital. They might be tuning in from, you know, in the middle of a work day and they're busy doing their thing. And it's really easy for people to be caught up in their lives because hello, it's their lives. It's their Mm -hmm. lives. They're supposed, that's what they're supposed to be doing. So what we can do is help them make this a priority by, like Melissa said, creating some limited time offers, creating some um, urgency, some bonuses, things like that, that really help get it on people's radar, right? Getting, mm-hmm. calling people into action, helping them make a pri- make this a priority mm-hmm. where otherwise it might kind of, they might walk away feeling like that was awesome, mm-hmm. period. 
Yeah. Goodbye. That's not what we want. We no. don't want a period. We want like a dot, dot, dot. We want like a, a, a to be continued. Like this like, is, I need more. Where yeah. else can I work? Like, how can I work with you? I mean, mm -hmm. I have had people at the end of webinar say, I don't care how much it is. I just want to work with you. That is a great compliment. Yeah. Let, me, let me tell you. And, but it, it's, it's not an accident. It's mm -hmm. not because I have some, some like special gift. It's just, I've learned how to make a sale and make people feel good about it. So everybody wins. Like people are excited to have that transaction and I am excited to welcome them in and provide a solution. If everyone can win, that's like probably needs to be our tagline like creating spaces where everyone wins because win, it, win, win. it's win, win, win for everyone. <laughs> it all culminates to your pitch needs to be the climax of your marketing event, not the afterthought, not the, all right, I just delivered awesome content. And by the way, here's a little thing that you can join if you want to join, but you don't really have to. Okay. Bye. Like that's not what we, and I can't even tell you, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen that happen Oh where gosh. all the launch strategy, all the amazing marketing automations, follow-up calendar reminders, all of the things will not help you convert if you don't show up and make that pitch the climax of whatever the marketing event is. The mm -hmm. most exciting, the juiciest, the natural next right step. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, you think about that as you are creating the content. It's not just like, okay, I'm going to walk them through this content arc and then I'm really excited. It's no, it has mm -hmm. to flow together. You have to be really intentional about the points in your outline, the points that you were going to be covering and how that leads people to that ultimate end goal, which is joining your program, joining your membership, whatever that thing is, because it's the next right step for them. And when you can claim that and you truly feel that, that you know that you have created something in all integrity, right? And you have a product that you know can help people. When you can step into that confidence and create the arc for people to go there with you, that's when conversions happen. That's when yeah. sales happen because it doesn't feel like you're selling. It feels like I am so excited about this. Like this is your next right step. We just walked through these, this experience together and the experience itself, you know, this is something that, that Melissa and I design even in, as we're creating learning experiences for people is that you want them to have those quick wins. You want them to have the experience of whatever it is you're leading them through get those, get those quick wins throughout your content. And then the big win is at the end, right? Like the big culmination of all of the things are, is right at the end. And when you can rise to that and you can have that confidence, your well, one to 2% of people who are live convert, like it goes out the window. I'm telling you, it goes yes. out the window because you rise and you bring people with you. And it doesn't matter if we're talking about, you know, inner work, transformational, whatever, or we're talking about a graphic design course or whatever that thing is, you can help people rise with you and do it in an intentional, 
and full of integrity way. So you don't feel like you're apologizing at the end. And that will convert more people than the best Facebook ad, than Mm -hmm. the best email sequence, the best automation, the best, even the best bonuses. Like that's, what's going to sell people when you're, you are as confident, as excited as that product is. Cause if you are not, they're not going to be excited either. Mm -mm. I don't know if you all know this. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, but Angela actually coaches people through launches, some of our clients and we'll get on like a call or get on a zoom and actually like ask questions to, you know, like if, if this is something that you are like, I don't know, you're listening to this and you're like, Oh, but I can't, I don't know how, I don't know the skills or whatever, you know, like we, there are people out there who you can, (laughs) who you can entice to be on with you to, to almost do it like an interview style to help Mm -hmm. draw it out of you. And this is what we do for our clients. And Mm -hmm. it's really, it's remarkable to see, um, how, how like you can actually get better. Like this is a skill like any other. So it might require you having a webinar and not getting great results and then doing it again and Mm -hmm. then doing it again until you get better and more confident. So, um, I want to just throw that out there because if you are listening to this and you're like, Oh my gosh, but like, I don't even know, like, how, how am I supposed to do this? We want to encourage you to practice because it does get better and you can go live and you can have a webinar and then you can do it again another time Mm -hmm. and try again and you will get better. You will get better. And I'm telling you, it's not just a confidence issue. I can tell you this from the bottom of my heart. This isn't, I feel like sometimes we throw the whole imposter syndrome word around so much. And guess what? Sometimes you don't have imposter syndrome, guys. Sometimes you just don't have the perspective and the clarity that you need to fully explain and to fully connect those dots and to speak about something with confidence. Sometimes you need somebody to come alongside you and say, did you know, do you see this? Like, do you see this? Because I, I use this example all the time, but when your nose is up against the glass and you can't see beyond what's right in front of your nose, somebody comes and they're like, oh, but look at all of these things over here right? Look at all of, look at this big picture, look at over here, but you're so close to a situation or a product or something that you've made that you can't see all of those things. So that perspective is such a huge thing because it's not that you're not good enough. It's not that you're not confident enough. It's not that it's not always just a mindset issue. It's really not. Are there about a million and a half mindset issues when it comes to sales? A hundred percent. Yes, there is. But there's also just a perspective issue sometimes, a content issue. Having people help you connect the dots to what you know and you believe in is such a valuable thing. Yeah, a skills gap, really. Yeah, You can learn the skills. Mm -hmm. You you have what it takes. So yay, I hope that, that this was beneficial and you guys took away some good golden nuggets. It's so fun to talk about. And I love one of my favorite things to do when I'm coaching clients on sales and, and launches and, and webinars and all of that, I love doing fake sales pitches where I'll be like, I'm going to go, this is something I do. I I will record myself selling people's product. And I, from my own perspective, like at that time, I know them, I know their product. I know, I know things, I know a couple things. So I will literally record myself on zoom 
doing a sales pitch of their product. And it, so many light bulbs go off for people because you're like, oh, I never thought of it like that. I never thought of phrasing it like that, but that's true. And that feels great. And that, that to me is, that's like so fun. I love that. That's awesome. And giving people like a, like an example to follow a model. Not that they, not that I am the be all and end all of anything, but I do know Mm -hmm. how to make those connections. And that is something connecting the dots. We should let's, let's develop like a connect the dots book, like a coloring book for entrepreneurs. Connect the dots. I love that. I love it. That that should be your, everybody who's listening. That's your key takeaway. If you can connect (laughs) the dots for others, you will be unstoppable. I love it. Thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to see you for part two. Uh, In the next episode, we're going to talk about product-based one-to-many sales strategies. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. The Sell Me Something Good podcast is hosted by Angela Greaser and Melissa Camilleri. Our theme song is It Makes Me Feel Good by Sonnet Simmons. Come connect with us on Instagram at Sell Me Something Good. It makes me feel like I to be so. There's no other way. It makes me feel good.